the indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of, from getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Now, after years of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place we're sowing the seeds of a better way. A way with more ease, abundance, and flow. Get ready to learn about indie authorship from a whole new perspective. We're about to cover everything from releasing your poverty mentality to manifesting your millionaire author destiny. I'm Carissa Andrews, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, and welcome to our first episode of the Author Revolution Podcast in 2023. Holy cow, happy New Year's, guys. Can you believe it's already here? (laughs) Well, get used to it because here we go. Hang on for the ride. It's going to be a crazy, bumpy, amazing, incredible, fantastic, uh, bumpy ride. (laughs) No, I'm just teasing. It's going to be a great year. And I think the reason it's going to be so amazing is because we've become laser focused on what it is that we really want, right? Over the past year, we've talked a lot about manifestation, about going for what our desires are teaching us, for making sure that we understand the worthiness brewing inside of us and go for what we actually want. And in doing so, we have to make that clear decision, right? We have to decide what we're worthy of, what we're capable of, what we are no longer going to put up with, and we go full steam ahead. So here we are. It's January, it's 2023, and I want to ask you, because it's the new year, new you, right? Are you still playing small? Ooh, that's an interesting question, isn't it? So if you're going to create this amazing millionaire author destiny, and you're going to make sure that this is another year of stepping stones toward that destiny, whether it becomes a full-blown manifestation this year, or whether it becomes a full-blown manifestation in a little bit more time, whatever ends up occurring, right? We're in mid-manifestation all the time. Then what are you doing right now to embrace that destiny, to pull it toward you? to go big or go home. What is it that you're creating in your author career that is manifesting that? Or are you still playing a little bit small? For example, are you not advertising your books? Or maybe you're not doing tours or signings or big launches or celebrating your wins. Maybe you're not even getting out there and being seen, doing newsletter swaps, for instance. Or even worse yet, Maybe you're charging too little for those incredible books you've been writing. Does that sound like you? Oh my gosh, guys, this is our year. This is our year to stop playing small. This is our year to come up with amazing new opportunities that maybe we've never thought of before. Now, I've been having a discussion with my PA, Jenny, today, and we were talking a lot about social media and how... I honestly really don't care for social media. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the one-sidedness of it, or at least it feels one-sided. For whatever reason, I just don't get a whole lot of engagement in social, right? Maybe I think that because I'm not usually in social, I don't participate a whole lot, and so people don't overly communicate on that. I like to communicate more face-to-face. I love talking to people and seeing what they're up to and asking them questions and seeing the looks on their faces 
And so having that barrier of not really being able to see them and them not being able to see me, even with video, it still feels like there's that, you know, fourth wall, so to speak, or something. There's, there's something there that just doesn't make me feel connected in the way that I would like. So she's like, give it up, you know, stop doing social if you're not liking it, if it's not doing the thing for you that you want it to do. And I've been giving it some thought that today and wondering, is that a plan? Is that something I really want to do? Do I in myself feel that <sighs> relief feeling? Mm, a little bit, but it's not that big inhalation. And so I take that as a let's see, a let's tiptoe around what's working. Uh, let's maybe ease back a little bit and focus more on the things that are bringing me joy. But I'm not, for whatever reason yet, ready to let go of social entirely. Now, there are some platforms I'd love to let go of, things like Twitter. Oh, what a dumpster fire that one is. But we won't talk about that here. What I want you to take from this is that when there is something that's no longer feeling good, like it's not feeling like it's a fun place to be, or you're not being energized by it, or you're not getting something out of it, I need you to ask yourself, why are you doing it? Like, is this something that you need to continue, especially now that we're in the new year? Is this a momentum you want to carry on and continue on throughout the rest of the year? And if not, let it go perhaps, or at least look at it and maybe start thinking about what could you fill that space with instead? So like if you're doing social media and it's not an enjoyable process to you, you're not flooded with like this endorphin rush, but you love, love, love your writing creations, like your books and your covers, or you like playing around with your characters and doing those things, and that brings you joy, maybe you should be doing more of that. Because when we look at it from a manifestational standpoint, whenever we are in the flow of joy, whenever we're in the flow of things that we love to do and want to incorporate in our day, we, number one, transform our energy. We shift it from being kind of more of a bogged down, uh, weighted energy to being more in the higher octaves. You're doing more in the passion realm, the, the joy, the empowerment realm. And that, my friend, is how you bring in more abundance. It's how you bring in more, obviously more joy and more enlightenment. That's how you get into that headspace of allowing new thoughts and ideas that are coming from that higher version of you to come into your awareness. Sometimes that's a new story idea. Sometimes it's a new thing that you could promote. Sometimes it's a new way to go talk to your readers. You don't know what could come in because if you're not in that higher level, you're not even open or accessible to those thoughts. So when you shift from something that you're not really enjoying and move into something that you love more, you're operating under the opportunity of way more possibilities coming to you of way more synchronicities and way more exciting things to just arise within your day and within your experience. And that's what we want, right? 2023 should be a year of new experiences, of exploring, of having more fun and bringing more joy back into our careers and our lives. That at least is my goal. I think so many of us, especially when we start in this indie industry, we are kind of that dog in a bone situation, right? We are going to make this damn thing work for us come hell or freaking high water, right? And then at some point, we lose track of the joy of writing. We lose track of how much we love creating and playing with our characters and doing all the fun things. And so 
It's all about coming back into that and to being bigger in the areas that make us whole and smaller in the areas that make us feel not so good. Okay? So are you playing small? Did you say that you're not advertising or you're not doing anything big for your launches? You're not celebrating. You're not getting out there or you're charging too little. All of those things are keeping you stuck in a mindset, not just your money mode, but a mindset that will keep you in place for a long period of time. Trust me, I know. I felt like I was there for <laughs> way too long. And I want you just to, to be tiptoeing around the idea of what new things can I can incorporate this year? What new things have I not tried that sound like fun? Does advertising sound like fun? Yay! If it does, let's start playing around with learning one of them. Pick one. You don't have to do all of them. Just pick one that sounds the most fun and run with it. Figure out how it works. Figure out what works for you. Play around with it and use it as more of an experiment as instead of like something that has to work, right? It has to work or things are going to die. <laughs> you know, it's like we don't need to be so dire. Or maybe you've never done blog tours. Now, there are people on both sides of the spectrum who say blog tours have kind of you know, gone out the wayside. But I think influencers are always going to be an important role in whether or not our books are seen. Now, whether you go to an actual book blogger or whether you're going to like a TikTok blogger or you're doing uh, an Instagram blogger, there are people who are doing tours all the time and they're helping indie authors like us get our books seen and in the, more, in the hands of more people. And that's important. So it doesn't matter necessarily the ROI on it. It matters the SEO value. It matters that people are seeing it. It matters that you feel good about getting your book out into the world further. Because obviously those people would not know about your books if you didn't share them with them. So you're still, you know, reaching that ripple effect. You're still going out further. Now, are you doing book signings? Could you incorporate those this year? Could you start trying to do maybe three this year? Make a plan, figure out what you want to do and how many you could accomplish this year. Because let's face it, when you sit down in a booth or a table and you're interacting with people who are interested in reading, and in fact, interested in reading your books, there's some really cool conversations and energy that goes back and forth when you can talk to them about your writing and what got you into writing and why you want to do this and why they should absolutely 100% read your books. Think about that. Think about those signings and getting in front of people. Now, if you're not a people person, you can still do book signings virtually. You can do it in a way that you're at home and you can have fun. You can either do it using that dreaded social media <laughs> or you can do it in a variety of different ways where you just email your audience and say, we're going to do a virtual book signing. If you're interested in books, email me. You know, there's all sorts of ways to be able to do things just a little bit differently and have fun doing it. Now, the big one, the easy one, is that charging too little thing. Are you charging too little for your books? You know if you are. Like if you've got a 60,000 or more word novel and you're charging 99 cents or $1.99 for it, please, for the love of God, increase your prices. <laughs> and even if you are writing novellas or novelettes, those books still have value. And perceived value is important when it comes to the audience who's going to possibly purchase your books. So if they look at all of your books are at 99 cents or $1.99, and it's not like one lost leader here, they start to question whether or not there is value in that book. They start to question whether or not they're going to get a good read. And you don't want that. 
So stop worrying that they're not going to be willing to pay the money for your books. Start charging what you're worth. Start charging what the stories are worth. And the right readers are going to find you. They will find you. I promise you that. I know I had the same fears when I first started with Pendamus and was getting out there and I was trying to be seen. And I thought, you know, everybody's telling you go as low as possible because more people will read your books if you've got 99 cents on all the books. And yeah, that works as a great promo strategy, but it does not work effectively for long term because then all you get are the bargain hunters and the bargain hunters don't want to pay full price for your books. And if you end up expanding into more books and you want those books to go higher, the audience you've already built and cultivated isn't willing to go that high. So you need to push those boundaries. You need to push how much you're willing to charge and you're willing to maybe take a a hit on how many books are sold every day so that you get quality people buying the books every day instead, right? Now, another way that you can expand this going big or staying small is Do you have another platform that you can do? Could you publish your books in audiobook? Could you publish your books in paperback or hardcover? What have you not done yet that maybe feels good to you, that expands your territory just a little bit further and helps you to build your book empire? All of these things are what I want to be embedded in your mind or at the forefront of your mind as you begin this year, as you start the process of creating your editorial calendar and really deciding what you're going to be writing for the year, and really deciding how you want to feel as you're doing it, I want you to really think about, is this me doing this because I'm playing small? Or is this me doing what I know I love instead of doing the things that I no longer want to do? Those are very important distinctions. And I think it's really important that we take that moment to really think about it because indie authors, we wear so many hats. We've talked about this, guys. And so when we are putting so many different efforts forth and we are expending so much energy on all the little things that we are tasked to do, we end up getting burnt out a lot faster than other creatives, especially when we're trying to get our books or our author career off the ground. So focus on the things that make an impact. Focus on the things that feel good. Because from a manifestational standpoint, when you focus on what feels good, the good expands. So I want you to feel good. I want your career to be amazing. I want this year to be one of the most stellar, incredible, mind-blowing years that you've had so far. And it all begins with you deciding to take the first steps towards going bigger, towards doing more of what you love and less of what you don't. Okay? So that is my gift to you this year. That is my heartfelt desire, my heartfelt wish, my heartfelt everything. I just want you to have a wonderful and amazing year. This is the beginning of a new opportunity, a new way to look at your career, a new way to look at your life. And now is a great time to just focus on what you love. Okay? New year, new you. Millionaire author destiny is trying to knock down your door. You just need to relax a little and let it in. Right? (laughs) That's how I feel anyway. I feel like this year, it has so much potential because obviously we're just beginning it. And so there's so many things that can unfold. And it's like waiting to see what's underneath the wrapping paper of a present. And every day is just unwrapping a little bit more 
of what this year gets to look like. And we're just starting it. It's just the beginning. And now we have so much power and opportunity, I guess, to guide the direction of everything that we want to see this year. And it's our decisions and our deliberate intentions that drive that factor. We are here to deliberately decide what we want to see. And we do that with our intentions. We do that with our thoughts. We do that with our wishes and things that we love and the things that we don't like so much. So decide what you're willing to put up with. Decide what you want to see and start making either change or taking action. And you will see the most incredible difference happen this year. I promise you that. Well, that is my welcome to 2023 podcast episode. (laughs) If you would like to grab the transcript to today's podcast episode, make sure you head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 164 and you can download the transcript there. Now, guys, you've got the most amazing opportunity here. Don't waste it with the things that don't like you up and the things that aren't enjoyable. Start spending more time on the things that really do make a difference and really do help you feel like you are on top of the world. So don't be surprised if you don't see as much social media from me in the coming weeks or maybe the coming year. We'll see what happens. But I am going to start following my joy just a little bit more every day. I'm a work in progress too. And I know that every day I can get a little bit better. And I know 100% that you can too. There you have it. Go forth, my wonderful friend, and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.